This is not just another fitness podcast. Food is so much more than just fuel. Keep things simple. That goes for training and diet. Chips, cheese and hummus, you should try it. Don't take this stuff too seriously. Balance is just really not sexy. Eat plenty of fruit and veg. It's not rocket science. Having a six pack is just totally not worth it. That's a lie for a start. (laughs) (laughs) Walking every day has to be one of the best things you can do. Honestly, I hear this shit on a daily basis. Nobody got fat from eating too much fruit. Green peppers a rank. I do like a Snickers. Just be honest with yourself. Have you tried the Aldi milk chocolate? (laughs) (laughs) The answer is no. Honestly, if you're struggling, just ask for help. In most of my consultations, I actually don't talk about food. No, Diet Coke doesn't cause cancer. Sometimes you have to think about the effort versus the reward. Calorie deficits are boring, but they work. Oh my God, my gran used to take me to Wimpy. It's never too late to start lifting weights. You can take your manuka honey and shove it up your... That made me die. (laughs) 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 All All this is going on as well. Welcome to episode 55 of the Not Another Fitness podcast. We're on quite a tight time constraint today. <laughs> so uh, we've had zero of our normal chat beforehand. Um, oh, I should have even given our names, mate. That's how thrown I am. I'm should Andy. Shall we start again? <laughs> I'm Andy, in case, you, uh, in case you haven't guessed or you're new around here. And that person chirping up in the background there is... Oh hello, it's Amy. How are you, mate? I mean, literally, this is the this is like the bit that the listeners don't normally get to hear, like the straight on. What are you up to, mate? What's going on? Honestly, straight on. This is like this is the unfiltered version, isn't it? It Jeez. really is unfiltered. Yeah, so we should have a bit longer today, but um, yeah, unfortunately, my son is um, you know he's just been a bit of a shit. So uh, we're gonna we're gonna keep it. It's gonna be a tight hour today. It's gonna be a tight hour. Tight hour. Well, all right, fine, fine. I mean, Maxwell takes priority as oh, he should. I know. We have done prep. We we know what we're talking about, and we've also got some exciting things lined up for the next few weeks. Really, oh, so yeah, um, yeah. Stay tuned, listeners. Um, and just because we're on a tight schedule does not mean there's going to be any less valuable content because it's a good one today. Well, you say that. Let's just wait and see how it pans out. Eh? See how it goes. True that. True that. How are you, mate? Apart from your son being a little shit. Uh, to be fair, he's not really been a little shit. He's he's been fine, but it's just you know, it's just full on. Are you using him as an excuse already? This is how it starts with kids. It's like, oh, we don't really want to go tonight. Let's just say the baby was playing up again. I cannot wait to pull that excuse out of the bag. <laughs> People are going to start getting worried. Is he all right? He seems to be ill an awful lot. Yeah. yeah. Always on Friday and Saturday nights when I've been invited places, unfortunately. Just a really sickly baby. <laughs> oh, oh, bless. Fancy, no. having, fancy having kids, mate? Have I, uh, have I sold it yet? I'm all right, thanks. Honestly, we Jack and I are quite bad at adulting anyway, to be honest. <laughs> oh, it's great. It, you... it's, it's, great. it's great fun, mate. No, that doesn't go, by the way. I, I, oh, still right, like, I, st- I still feel like a massive fraud so that's that's quite okay. good yeah okay good yeah that feeling never goes I'm sure we haven't we're too messy I think to have kids we we look like we live in a shit tip anyway our stuff's just everywhere I can't imagine bringing a baby into this God oh no. it's good it just adds to the adds to the mess it doesn't really doesn't really change <sighs> I feel like it'd be worse if you were <laughs> oh. really pristine beforehand and then oh brought yeah a kid maybe in. That, that'd do your head in yeah maybe I think I think we've probably got too much Lego around as well to have a baby. Um, we'd either get destroyed or eaten. <laughs> That's a little bit oh, too advanced dear. for you, buddy. Put that down. Yeah. Put that block down. It doesn't go in your mouth. <laughs> Jack will have him make have him or her making like a bloody Death Star out of Lego or something like so that. So many potential toys in your gaff, mate. I tell oh, you. Oh, mate. Like, honestly, with childproof in this flat would take forever. <laughs> It'd take nine months. It'd be like, do you know what? We're moving. That's yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. Let's just up and leave. It'll be easier. Um, how have you been, Rambo? How's things? I have been spectacular, actually. I'm a bit tired. I have a very busy day today, very busy day tomorrow calls inquiries consultations it's all the good stuff plus i was an idiot this uh, last night and i'm um part of my like 
evening routine, uh, all my clients know morning and evening routines, very important. Part of my evening routine is I get my clothes out for the next day. So I just have to scoop them up and walk to the bathroom and I set my alarm, set my alarm for an hour earlier than I actually needed to get up. So woke up at 10 to five this morning, looked outside, walked into the bathroom with my clothes and was like, it's a bit dark outside. <laughs> looked at my watch was like 10 to 5 I didn't have to get up till 10 to 6 so yeah. I'm like did you make it back to bed or did you yes like, I went back to yeah, bed of course, of course you did but you know when it like throws you out as well I was like uh and I had a late night last night because I was at Waitrose so it was my like second to last shift at Waitrose so what should have been six hours sleep actually five hours sleep so I'm a bit like oh jaded but um no I'm very good I'm very good I feel busy but positive clients are doing great uh last shift at waitrose on saturday which is joyful yeah um, that's a my big mom's one yeah it is a big one my mom's coming to stay this weekend as well which is exciting so you might see her next week mate um hello yeah, jane good. in advance hi hi mom don't know if you're gonna like this one probably not <laughs> i'll slip some <laughs> amino acid chat in there somewhere don't worry <laughs> something about protein something about protein protein. um how are you though mate apart from the uh, apart from max it's nice to be back in the gym isn't it i feel like it's getting a bit more routined a bit more scheduled now yeah the work's actually really good um it's it's that kind of like third week back everyone's kind of settled in now getting into some kind of routine myself Mm. included um yeah, it's just nice. It's nice to have that, that bit of kind of structure, even though like, you know, during the lockdown and stuff, like like there was some structure to the week, but this is a lot more, it has to be more rigid, which yeah. is good. It's good for me to, to have. Um, and then yeah, over the weekend, uh, like kind of like my not like birthday. I, I like the way you, people can have like birthday weekends now. There's not just like oh, a birthday. You can extend birthday that bad months. boy out. Yeah, yeah exactly. girls have been doing that for years, mate. Get on the bandwagon. Know, like sorry. Birthday month. I'm lagging. Uh, but yeah, that's really nice in family. Um, yeah, like uh, Max basically getting spoiled. Um, yeah, it's really nice. Really, really nice Good. seeing my little nephew, little. Uh, little Reuben, chunky Reuben. Little Reuben, fucking hell, he's hench. He's bigger <laughs> muscles than me. Reuben, the unit, <laughs> Jackson. He's huge. Be known. <laughs> huge. What a chunk. He's a what big a chunk. But yeah, um, no, it's brilliant. It's really nice. Really, really nice. Should we have a quick training and diet update? Because we haven't done that for a while. How's oh, go, your... on. go on. No, you go. Because how... you go first. How's your diet going? Because you were in a little bit of a diet phase. How's yeah. your running going? How's everything going? Okay, so let's go diet first. So diet at the moment, I'm trying to eat like around maintenance now. Um, and that was the the kind of intention going back to the gym. I wanted to drop a little weight, bit of weight before we went back and then not be in a deficit when I kind of introduced the the lifting. So not like, again, so I'm like loosely, loosely tracking on fitness pal, like nothing, nothing too crazy, but I'm just making sure I'm getting that. Like the five servings of protein now, it's a bit more, um, again, using the, the structured words, it is just a bit more structured. Um, so that's fine. Uh, so eating a bit more is always good for me. I always feel like that's uh, not a problem. I can always achieve that fairly easily. Um, running has taken a little bit of a backseat to the lifting now. Um, still doing it, but it's just, again, it's the, it's the hours in the day thing. <laughs> Here we go. Like prioritizing. This feels like a very apt to be, uh, compared to what we're discussing today, but it's yeah. just, there is a limited amount of time and it's a case of at the moment, like I can't, like I want to get in the gym and lift now. Um, mm. So I've already got like a couple of sessions done this week. I'll pr- I probably won't lift tomorrow, but I'll do another one on Friday. And then I can kind of, if I want to make up miles with the running, I'll do it at the weekend where I've got a little bit more, a bit more free time or I can get up early if I want to just get out the door and mm. get it done. Um, but yeah, it's quite, it feels quite serene at the moment. It's quite nice because like this was the first um like pressing overhead uh yesterday um it's the third time i've done it and it's the first time where i was like oh this feels all right now this feels like i know what i'm doing and okay i'm not going to go like shooting up the weights but it feels like it's coming whereas the first couple of sessions were like fuck me the bar feels heavy (laughs) do you know what i mean like this warm-up is actually taking it out of me not preparing me for what's ahead (laughs) this is a work this is a working set yeah Nice, good. I'm, I thought that might happen for you when you get back in the gym. A, because the environment, you're there anyway. So it makes it easy just to fit a session in. And then B, like, 
it's just the the law, isn't it? It's the law of the the tin, as Amy calls it. <laughs> oh, I talk, oh, I talked about myself in the third person. <laughs> but um, you know, like it is, it is, and it's that like buzz and endorphins. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 for me, it's like the environment of the gym. Like I know obviously there is more kit and stuff, but it, there is something I feel like this is one of those things that's really hard for people who don't train to to understand it's kind of like when people talk about runners high and people are like running's awful how could you ever get a high from it and it's it's similar with lifting weights people are like it's painful what why would you enjoy it it's really difficult to explain um and some sets are harder than others but you do have that sense of what well, i do of i'm doing something beneficial yeah. for myself and that's yeah. good enough and <laughs> good such enough for me such a good feeling such a good feeling yeah love what it. about what about yourself mate diet wise what are you what are you up to at the moment um i'm actually i'm doing a bit of kind of diet cycling in a way i'm gonna try um so i'm kind of junk food one day good food the next that's it yeah for sure that old classic Um, for sure so i'm in a deficit at the moment a slight deficit at the moment well i say slight like an average deficit at the moment i feel all right I'm having to get used to being hungry again. Um, mainly because like the last few months I, I've, yes. Hello. Can I ask a question? You may. Just cause I think it's interesting. What yeah. do you um, constitute an average deficit? What's an average deficit for Rambo? For Rambo, 1600 calories. Yeah. I, yeah. Like in my head, it's like four, four or 500. Yeah. Off, yeah. Off I'm on 1600 calories. I'd say I'm a pretty average woman. Like I have, I'm five foot five. Mate, don't do, don't do yourself down, mate. No, like, I mean, in t- like five foot five, I'm around about the 63, 64 kilo mark. I haven't weighed myself. I don't need to. I know how my clothes fit. I know how my body looks. I have more than average muscle mass from for a woman. My maintenance is probably in and around the 2000 calorie mark. So 1600 for me is like an average deficit, you know? So I'm eating in and around that. Same as you, mate. Um, protein four times a day, loads of fruits and veg, um, the odd protein bar to keep me sane, factor in chocolate in when I want it. Like I pretty much have a hot chocolate every night. It's delicious. I really enjoy it. Um, And yeah, like eating very similar meals from day to day. There's usually a yogurt bowl in there. There's usually a massive omelet in there. Um, Yeah, but I'll do that for a little bit. Like my mum's coming this weekend, so there'll be a little bit more lenience, but I'm still going to make good decisions. I'm not going to go all out and like go and have fish and chips, for example. Do you know what I mean? I'm still going to keep my foods optimal. Um, Yeah, just so I can enjoy myself and feel good and stay on track. Like I do feel better when I'm a little bit leaner. Like, don't get me wrong, training doesn't feel great. Um, but I know after the weekend when my calories will be slightly higher that the beginning of next week will feel quite good and I'll enjoy that little phase. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm just doing a little bit of like leaning out during the week, a few extra calories at the weekend, but in a more controlled manner than like, a binge restrict cycle. Do you know what I mean? I'm not yeah. eating like a fucking moron at the weekends. I'm still tracking relatively, making sure I get at least 120 grams of protein in at the weekend. Even when I, if I'm over consuming, I'm over consuming on protein, not on chips or bread or, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be very, very mindful. And I, I feel good already after a week. I feel great. Like I've been feeling really bloated the last few months. I've been, you know, eating past the point of fullness and it's just not made me feel that cracking. Um, training's going really well. So I'm trying to hit definitely four, optimally five sessions a week. And again, I'm finding it okay at the moment because I'm in the gym already. <laughs> again, it's going to link into our topic quite well, but um, I'm really enjoying lifting again. Absolutely loving it. Love my program. Don't love five second pause front squats. Split jerks today felt disgusting, but um, I'm actually quite pleased with how I'm going. I'm moving quite well. Um, Lifts look good. It's tough because I am in a deficit, but I've accepted that. I've not missed any lifts yet. Um, And I think the, the worst part, the worst training sessions tend to be sessions like 
I mean, the hardest training sessions tend to be sessions one and three in the week. Um, in terms of weight wise, that's when I'm lifting the heaviest load. So hopefully I should be quite fueled for them. So yeah, it's going well. It's going well. Yeah, I've got to say, mate, you're moving really well. Like I was telling this the other day, but yeah, when you were doing um what are you doing? Front squats. Mm. They look really good, even though they didn't necessarily feel <laughs> feel brilliant for you. <laughs> like to look at, to view, really solid technique, mate. So uh, well, well done. <laughs> well it's done like you. today though, like I was doing, again, split jerks with like a five second pause in the dip. Felt so heavy, felt so slow, not much power, um, but then videoed them and watched it back. And I was like, actually, I'm really pleased with those. Like bar yeah. path's really good catching in a good position front leg looks really strong proper locked out overhead could drop down a little bit lower could reach extension a bit quicker but god i'm fucking two weeks back do you know what i mean it'll come it'll come and that's it it's patience isn't it so i think a lot of the time it does feel it does feel sometimes like worse than it looks it's surprising sometimes when you video yourself or you get someone to kind of like uh, form check you and they're like yeah it looks pretty good and you're like oh that felt yeah. terrible, but it's just, I think you're right. Yeah. I think it's just first probably be another like couple of weeks and you'd have a better idea of kind of where you're at, like strength wise yeah. and stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like a lot of people, I think it's taken going back into the gym for me to really want to tighten up my diet a little bit. Um, that's definitely been it for Jack, for example, like he's gone back to wait. Oh, fucking hell has he gone back to training? God, I heard about his doms in his legs for about six <laughs> days. Like, Jesus. I was like, have you trained, babe? You haven't mentioned it. <laughs> but yeah, it has taken that to me to want to dial in anything else. It's like we've talked about on the pod before. You know, one healthy habit and healthy behavior tends to breed another one. Um, so for me, getting back in the gym and being able to lift regularly and feel motivated to lift has actually wanted. Um, made me want to tighten up my diet a little bit more too so, you're yeah. bang you're bang on with that though with the diet because i think that's probably a, one of the reasons why we've been quite busy with people um wanting to work on their nutrition is because it just goes it just goes hand in hand people are back in the gym they feel good and they're not actually i'm putting this much effort in on the gym floor why not supplement that with a at least a kind of solid diet doesn't it's, it's not all about weight loss either a lot of people are just like look i just want to fuel and actually feel good during the workout yeah. so yeah yeah bring it on definitely bring on the games today's topic mate nice little segue from what we've just been talking about with the training and lifestyle and fitting all this stuff in which is why i thought it was an important update nicely played nicely played um title of the pod or working title yeah, do you want to take this one or shall i mate um so uh no you go I'll go. Because it came from you, really, didn't it? It came from something you shared on Facebook. Yeah. So Amy's working title for this is, but we all have the same 24 hours in the day or in our day. Um, and it's quite apt. So I was I was scrolling through Facebook, as you do. And there's a guy called Ben Carpenter on there. Um, check him out. He's got his own kind of fitness page. He's like a, um, he's a, I think he's a PT. Not sure. But he writes a lot. And yeah, he's got some good stuff out there. Um and he had a, he was doing like a Q&A and one of the questions that he got pitched was, and he looks incredible, by the way, he's ripped to shreds and been lifting for a while. <laughs> uh, and one of the questions was, would you be able to achieve your current physique, even if fitness wasn't your full time job? Mm. Um, yeah. And it's, it's a quite, so like we get, or I get, I'm sure Ramba does as well, like variations of this. And it depends. It kind of depends from who. So someone, if I'm trying to say, for example, if I'm trying to convince maybe one of my friends to get into training, because maybe they've been like, I'm thinking about something very specific here. Maybe they've been going on about like their bad back for a while. And I'm like, maybe you should do something about it. Like get to the gym or try and strengthen it. Maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, and he'll be like, well, it's all right for you because you work in a gym. Do you, know, do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, so, so therefore, you know, you should, you know, I've got, you know, like the kind of classic, I haven't got time, but I think, I think the question is, um, it's interesting, right? Because in, I think even, and Ben kind of goes into this in his response, but in theory, the answer is yes, but in practice, maybe not like mm -hmm. in theory, could he achieve that physique 
Well, basically what you're asking is, would he be able to attend the gym and put that level of intensity and effort into, I think he said on his uh, response that he, he could count the number of workouts that he missed that year on one hand. Um, mm. So it's that kind of level of commitment to it. Could he be that committed to it and work that hard at it? Um, if say he was juggling another full-time job outside the gym or um, a family or some other kind of external stress that we tend to kind of get, uh, especially as we get older, like the stresses tend to kind of like mount up. Um, Mm. And yeah, I just think it's, uh, it was an interesting, it was an interesting question. And I think people do think that they kind of think is the, you know, is this realistic? Are the goals that I have for myself, are they realistic or actually worse than that is when people think, Oh my God, why aren't I achieving what I want to achieve? This should be, you know, this should be easier. Mm. Why, Why can't I look like, him or look like her and not yeah. saying that that's a good thought process but you get you get what I'm where I'm yeah. coming from um the first thing that I kind of thought of was there are plenty of people where fitness is their full-time job that don't have good physiques and when I say good I mean don't have the traditional physique that let's say society would portray most fitness professionals as having you know there are plenty mm-hmm. of people that work in the health and fitness industry that don't have that you know aesthetic um yeah and there's and there's plenty of people that don't work in the fitness industry that look incredible exactly exactly so i think defining somebody by their job or aligning somebody's i was gonna say rig aligning somebody's body to their you know the job that they do it's yes there is a certain degree of functionality when when you're a PT in that well actually when I'm actually PTing I'm not doing anything that would cause me to build muscle I'm usually just moving a little bit of weight for people and at the moment I'm cleaning things down um you know um or sat in front of a computer so I think the only thing that Ben would have over anybody else is that he's already in the environment and that's what that would be my argument like and I've definitely noticed that since the gyms have reopened because I'm already in the environment it's very easy for me to make it a priority and it's very easy for me to fit it in but that environment can be anywhere you know there will COVID has shown us this as well Yes, we all have the same 24 hours in the day, but if you want to make time to train, you can train in your front room. You know, you can achieve plenty of things in your front room and in your own four walls or in your in your home. And when I say like fitness, that means fitness and nutrition that you can just as easily do in the gym. And that's shown because there's plenty of people that aren't coming back to the gym, you know, and they're doing just fine at home, just fine. So I think... The whole, that whole question is actually like quite, maybe it was just said to be controversial, but it's quite narrow-minded really in a way. Like think outside the box. Um, I think it's personally, I think it's very much how much value somebody places on their achieving something, whether it be an aesthetic, whether it be something else, whether it be a sport, whether it be a skill, you know, you could apply it to anything. It doesn't just need to be a certain um physique i think with the question it depends how you read it because if it was said if it was genuinely like you know like if it was meant in a good spirit so would you be able to achieve your physique if fitness wasn't your full-time job or if it said like you wouldn't be able to if it was said like that like a statement yeah, yeah, you would yeah, be able yeah. to achieve this if fitness was your full-time job i think there's a massively important distinction to be made from um so let's i mean you can, we, I mean, obviously, like this is Ben's question, so we can use him as an example, but just say, like, generic kind of, yeah, someone who's in incredible shape, like, probably for men, like, hovering around 10% body fat, women maybe sub 20, um, lean all year round, you know, training all year round. I think there's a massive difference from, from achieving that or striving for that versus training for health or training mm-hmm. just to get stronger or training just to feel better because I think that's kind of where like you said plenty of people can train at home and get a great workout do I think most people can train at home and get a physique like Ben's probably not and and literally unless you've got all the gear 
and all the kit there. Mm-hmm. So I think that's that's an important distinction because where when people are like, you know, when people ask me like, what is realistic? You know, what can I expect? I think to get to that level that he's at, or to, or to you know to get that body fat percentage that low fitness and training have got to rank pretty high on your you know the things in your life that are important it has to be right up there um mm. and i think whereas if someone said to me i just want to be healthy i just want to kind of like live longer play with the grandkids feel good i'm like you can definitely do that you don't even need a gym to do that you can kind of, and and there's um there's no reason why you can't, you can kind of find that time you can work in around it. But I think when you're, when you're talking about doing what he's done, I think for most people, it's not realistic. So like when they're like, would he be able to achieve his current physique if fitness wasn't his full-time job? My leaning would be if he was like really into fitness still and like loved it, then yeah, he probably would. But if it was just like a run of the mill, normal guy, and it was like, yeah, I just like going to the gym and kind of throwing a few weights around. I don't know. I don't know if you, I don't know if you would do. I don't I think know. If it's, I think the key word here is physique. Like if he's got a physique goal, like it could be any goal, but this one here is physique. So current physique, even if fitness wasn't your full-time job, I think he could achieve that current physique if fitness wasn't his full-time job but it would have to be a full-time priority, like you say, exactly like you say. doesn't necessarily need to be his job because of the reasons I said to start with, because I know there's plenty of fitness professionals that don't value their physique. And when I say physique, I mean shredded, six-pack abs, large amounts of muscle mass, you know. And But um, he would have to value that enough in the realms of his lifestyle and prioritize that above other things such as work, such as family, such as social events, you know, because there's plenty of bodybuilders out there that aren't in the fitness industry and step on stage and they still have, you know, nine to five jobs or commutes or kids. And that is the, that is their goal. And he's doing that. And he's doing that. Sorry, he's simulating injecting himself with something or they're on steroids. Yeah, but you, how do you know Ben's not on steroids? You know, you don't. He's just holding his hands up. I'm not saying um, anything. So, yeah. Um, but I think the whole question here is, it's kind of like, a, is it easier for some people than it is for others? 100% it is. I agree. I think it is easier yeah. for some people than it is for others. Um, you know, you can, it's the whole thing of short-term versus long-term. What can you achieve over six weeks and what can you achieve and stick to consistently over six months to 12 months? So that's why fat loss plans, diets, everything like that is, they are so attractive to people because somebody can stick to something for six weeks and stick to it and achieve amazing things but over the long term maybe if they have got a nine to five job they don't want to get up at 5 a.m every morning to go and train at 6 a.m to then go and do a day's work and come home and put the kids to bed and cook dinner and then get eight hours sleep and repeat 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 for six months to 12 months so you know somebody that is already in that environment of the gym where it's easily accessible you can fit in a quick session um you know there's maybe supplements there that you you can have that are very easily available um, and your day is built around that setting your setting your day up with training as a priority then yeah of course it is easier and that's why people can usually do things over the short term but when it comes to actually doing things over the long term it's a lot bigger of a commitment and that's where people struggle yeah I think I think a lot of the time people want that right they want that kind of physique or they, you know, kind of aspiring to that, that look maybe. Um, but when the kind of reality hits, I don't, I just don't think it's realistic for most people, mm. I would say, because let's say, um, and I've got, for me, like I've kind of gone through this, right. From like kind of mid twenties to thir- like 39 year old Andy. Now the, as the years have gone on, the kind of physique aspect of it or even just like 
lifting weights in general has slowly gone down the pecking order. So it, so I've got more knowledge now. Um, and especially with diet, I'm a lot more savvy now than I was previously. So I can make, I can make the actual process a lot easier now than I did when I was in my mid twenties, but I was willing to suffer in my mid twenties mm. and I'm not willing to suffer there's just certain things now that are just like we talk about like the non-negotiables on the A and the A list of mm. priorities and stuff. Um, and, and obviously health and fitness is up there, but if you took like health, fitness and physique, like that kind of the, the, the kind of triad of uh, kind of goals that people come to the gym for, I know for health, I, I can do a lot less and, and still be perfectly healthy. Whereas like physique and, and even like fitness, because I enjoy running that, and, and this is a, a good, you know, for me, this is lucky that I enjoy it. So my general cardiovascular fitness, I can bring up relatively easily. That's harder now though, like with, with, with Max, but the, the physique thing, training hard, being on top of the diet, being like, it does become a bit all consuming to take mm -hmm. it to that level, to that end point. Um, and I don't, unless I was doing it for some, it'd have to be a really good reason for me to, for me to do it now. Like I cannot see, I cannot envisage a world where I, where I would train like I used to like five, you know, five hard sessions a week, you know, up early diet, quite bland. I don't know. It's just the thought of it. now is like, nah, that's, that's crazy talk. I can see you going through the motions in your head. And you're I'm, like, I'm thinking, oh, I'm like, what? how would that even look now? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because you have other things that take priority, you know, family, like you say, goals, your goals have changed, like work, everybody, you know, we've been in a situation over the last year where everyone's work has changed. Some people actually might find themselves in a situation where they can prioritize their physique a little bit more because they do have more time and they can get to the gym four or five times a week whereas before it was only three and the rest of the time sleep was a priority so these things change like priorities do change and that's okay um what i do think is important is to be realistic about um what your what you can achieve with the time you have so Yes, we do all have 24 hours in the day, but this is what winds me up about certain coaches and certain PTs. And you hear these horror stories about, you know, coaches that are just like, yeah, but you you need to go and get your steps in. Or why didn't you get your five sessions in this week? Or, you know, why didn't you hit your macros? And, you know, you need to do better next week. And let's just grind. Let's, you know, let's grind. <laughs> like it's, you have to like we've said this so many times before on the podcast you've had you have to meet the client where they're at and part of that as a coach is actually kind of showing I wouldn't take someone on that had a a lot of weight to lose and wanted to look like they could step on stage and they only had like 12 weeks to do it I'd kind of be like look we need to assess things here like there's there's certain amount we can do you have to be prepared to do x y z but also like what is more important to you um and it's when you've got those uh you've got those clients that kind of want everything so they want to be able to lift and keep their strength they want to build a power like a kilo of muscle and they also want to lose you know seven kilos of fat and it's like oh hang on a minute here like one thing is gonna have to maybe suffer um especially if like i say they've got a full-time job they've got kids they've got stress blah blah blah, blah. Um, so i think part of a responsibility as a coach is getting somebody to assess their overall environment when i say environment lifestyle basically and pick get the lowest hanging fruit right what are the easy wins here what can we actually get this person to do for their for their health to start with can we actually, what is achievable in the time frame they've got? And then what is like almost, what do we need to make the stretch goal? What do we need to make, right? Look, I'm not saying we can't do this, but the way your lifestyle is set up right now, you're either going to have to make some drastic changes to make this achievable, or 
you're just going to have to bench that for a while and work on this instead. And as a coach, that can be really difficult, really yeah. difficult. And we, and I think the thing is like, yeah, you don't want to discourage people, right? You want people to have lofty ambitions. You want people to be enthused and like, and set like challenging targets or challenging goals. You yeah. want as a coach. Um, but it is like the, the more, the longer I'm in this, in the industry, the more consultations revolve around like asking that you have children you know is your is your partner on board with the diet as well or will you be having to cook like separate meals and how's the you know how's work it's all lifestyle um factors or the vast majority of the consultation tends to be lifestyle based factors whereas the person sat in front of me wants to talk about uh, rep ranges or what's better apples or bananas and i'm being like a slightly facetious but genuinely like people want to talk about that stuff and i'm like this stuff's easy the diet the diet plan don't worry about that once i know your food preferences and how and your kind of meal frequency oh we can do that relatively easy the question is can mm -hmm. you stick to it how much stress are we adding into an all potentially an already stressful environment and it's just think we've talked about this again probably on multiple co uh, podcasts but yeah what is the goal what's the family situation what's the work stress like have you got any pre-existing injuries and then i'll put genetics there as well because that obviously does set like a ceiling as to you know kind of what you can achieve question that just came to me mate when you were talking then and it's probably quite a good one maybe for listeners to kind of get our uh, perspective if i said to you right rambo um you've got no choice in the matter you've got to get photo shoot ready um, and you're going to be going in the old spray tan booth and you're going to be flexing and you're going to be in like the shape of your life, basically, in terms of leanness. Yeah. For you, who's who already train, you know, trains hard, knows what they're doing, already lean. How long do you think realistically would you want to? Again, ideal scenario I'm painting here. How long would it take you to get there? Do you think? 12 weeks how many and how like, what would your training look like throughout that period of time it would it wouldn't be what i'm doing now um i would be training five times a week i'd probably be doing um you don't even have to go into detail mate but like do you know what i mean yeah, like five times a week for at least an hour hour a day i'd probably be going Maybe even if I couldn't get my steps in during the day, I'd be going back to get some cardio in um, to get lean. So I'd be doing at least an hour of weights a day. I'd least want 10,000 steps a day. If I couldn't get 10,000 steps during the day, I'd be going back to the gym to jump on the treadmill or jump on the bike to burn some additional calories. I'd be doing meal prep at the weekends um, to like make sure that I'd got myself set up. Um, not, and it wouldn't have to be like knowing what I know now that wouldn't have to be massive ag meal prep. It could just be, you know, making sure I've got like chicken breasts, tins of tuna. I'd be eating very bland food. I'd also be spending a fortune on food as well. Um, I probably would be investing in another blanket because I'd be cold. I wouldn't be going out <laughs> with any of my friends. I wouldn't be having sex with my boyfriend cause I'd feel like shit. Um, I would be snappy. I'd be tired and um yeah i'd lose cognitive function i probably wouldn't be a very good coach i probably wouldn't be a very good pt and right. that's just so me weeks. and amy would like to announce the launch of our 12-week shred plan uh, yeah. <laughs> so sign sign up um it won't uh, be called not another fitness it'd be called not a chance in fucking hell <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of the answer i was i was leading you towards or hoping that you'd uh expand upon but th but this is when people come in and they have this kind of um, answer right by the way yeah well done you yeah right thanks. just just where i wanted you to go with it um, but 12 weeks right 12 weeks quite intense um and this is coming from you who again is already in incredible shape so you're giving yourself 12 weeks as like a like a kind of best case scenario with it for most people, they're not even going to get there in the first diet cycle. So let's call that 12 to 16 weeks is, is a good chunk of time where you can really, you can do amazing things in that period of time. For most people, they're probably going to need two of them and they're probably going to need maybe a yep. break in the middle, maybe two. So now you're pushing on to, a, you're probably pushing on to a year, really, realistically. Um, and you have to think 
whether it's for a photo shoot or just to be in the shape of your life for a holiday, you really have to think it's a lot of time and a lot of energy and a lot of saying no to meeting up with friends and a lot of, yeah, like you said, lower cognitive function, going to be a bit snappier. Everything you do becomes harder. Every interaction you have, you've got less energy for. So family, friends, children, colleagues, you know, it, it, I can't even... I mean, I'm, I'm assuming most people that listen to this have been on a diet, right? So you kind of get that feeling of, oh, fucking hell, being hungry, it's not, it's not the one. It's quite difficult. Mm-hmm. I, I can't describe what it's like when you're... I almost, in the last stages of when, I, when I've done the diets and stuff, I have to become like a robot mm-hmm. because, because it's just, it's the only way to do it. Like you almost kind of withdraw a little bit. I mean, it's not, right? It's not healthy. This is the point I'm getting across for, for most people um and you just have to again i think goals like this are suited to people and don't hate me older listeners but i do think goals like this are suited to like younger people in general Mm. because less responsibility less life stress um generally not again not all not all the time Mm. (laughs) but the chances are um they've got they've got a bit more time uh free time and also i would imagine for again might be a sweeping generalization but there it's a bit more important like looking the part becomes a bit more important yeah I had this conversation with a client yesterday actually and they were like right to achieve the body I want should I I you know I've been having you twice a week shall I have you three times a week is that going to get me close to my goal and you know that's a that's a a great question by the way and as a PT, you're like, fucking hell, I love you three times a week, you know, but... Sorry, it's going to have to be six, I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah, but I said, you know, I know this client has a what bike at home that they enjoy doing at least two quite tough interval sessions on a week. They also enjoy playing golf at the weekends. They're also like got a fat loss goal. So they're really trying hard to get the steps in. They've got three kids, <laughs> three dogs, <laughs> you know, and I'm like, well... I don't think three sessions a week with me is going to get you where you need to go quicker necessarily. Not if you have to sacrifice something else that you enjoy. I said, if you go hard enough in the two sessions that we do, and if you have a time on your own to maybe fit in a session, do that, but it shouldn't be an additional stress, you know, for that extra one session, if it was all they were doing, if all they were doing was having PT with me twice a week, I might be like, yeah, do you know what? Like, I actually think three sessions, it would give me more scope for my programming. That means we could actually do a better well-rounded program and we can really target some specific areas and weaknesses. Let's do it. But honestly, with everything else they do, I was like, no, do you know what? Like, yeah, it'd be great, but I don't think you need it if you enjoy everything else. Um, And I think... I think having a coach that is honest with clients is extremely important. Do you know what you've written down on there uh, on the, on a little note sheet, the working smarter versus working harder. Yeah. I honestly think right when, so so say you're already training at the moment, you're already exercising and you're like, you know, you want to, I don't know, like chase down a goal, whatever it may be, get leaner, stronger, whatever. I genuinely think maybe the first thing you look at is within the structure that I can definitely commit to at the moment. So whatever you're doing, how do I make that better? Yeah. So it's not necessarily more. I'll do more. I'll train five days a week. I'll train six days a week. It's let's say you train twice a week. What are you doing in those two sessions? And actually, if there is like, if you like, if you tweak the hell out of those two sessions, so it's like two full body sessions, I'm doing big compound lifts, I'm doing a bit of isolation work, I'm working on weak points, I'm in the gym for, you know, a little bit longer than I'd like, but I'm getting everything done, then great. If you're trying to lose weight, and you're not looking at the diet in that scenario, you have to, Yeah. you have to look at the nutrition, like if you've got another, you know, maybe you haven't got another hour to spend, maybe you've got another like 30 minutes to spend, in which case, like, like the food prep, or like, logging stuff and fitness pal whatever it may be could be the could be the tweak but i do think there's a case of there's a lot of people that come to the gym and train really hard really hard like really push themselves and they leave they leave there maybe having beasted themselves um with the cardio or doing like a kind of conditioning circuit and you're like what what are you trying to do and it's like i want to get stronger i want to lose weight 
and you look at it and you think, right, well, with your training, slow everything down a bit, start lifting heavier and do at least something with the diet. <laughs> do, you know what, do you know what I mean? Like the, the, when that question that you got um, from your client saying, yeah, would it help if I went from two to three? I get that loads. Like, would it help if I went from one to two or two to three? And I'm like, what, you know, what is the, you know, what is the goal? And if it's weight loss, I want to speed up the weight loss. Don't book another set. Hire me as like a nutritionist or just take a look at your diet. Yeah. Like that is, I think people would be amazed what they could do with two good solid sessions in the gym a week, some enjoyable cardio, take your pick a couple of days a week and just like rudimentary understanding of diet. Yeah. Quite basic. Does not yeah. need to be fancy. Again, not trying to talk us out of jobs here but not like nailing the basics consistently. Yeah. That's it. And, an, and another thing, could you said it there, consistency and time and just actually give themselves a realistic time frame. So like people don't set themselves up for success over the long term. Uh, something I do every single week or weekend is I look at my diary for the next week. I've already got all my clients planned in yeah so they're all blocked in so I know the night before who've I got the next day programs already done I know what we're doing in the sessions next thing I've got in is my training I'm like right when am I training because if my training isn't in there it's not happening if you're sitting there on a Sunday night and you're like oh I'll try and get to the gym three times next <laughs> oh, week maybe four I'll try it's and not get, happening I'll try and get to the gym is a classic oh it's classic not line. gonna happen like my training sessions are appointments and that's because I value it I make it a priority and I only give myself an hour yeah you've seen you saw me training today I had my watch on tracking my workout. Got the iPad rolling. I had my iPad rolling with a rolling timer that I can use to count my rest periods. But also if that goes over an hour, I'm like, right, I've been training for over an hour. I need to get gone now, you know? Yeah. And it's the same thing with my food. Like I got a really busy day today. I had to eat breakfast in the gym. So that was a couple of pieces of fruit and a protein flapjack done. Like at least I've made it a priority. I know where it's coming from. And I had half an hour for lunch, but I still allowed myself half an hour because I know now I'm back to back. I've got another 15 minutes after the pod. Well, it's going to be longer because you're making me rush it. Um, but like, you know, I, I've got time. I've, I've, I've blessed you with an extra Blessed hour. me. I might be able to get out for a walk. You know, um, I've got time to actually give. I've put aside time to make myself a meal. It's if you are just w entering into your week or entering into any kind of fat loss or muscle building phase, Oh yeah, I just I've just I've got the best of intentions. I'm going to see if I can get three sessions in. Or what are you doing today? Oh, I'm just going to do a bit of chest. Okay, and what's the goal? I just really want to grow my chest. Okay, so what exercises are you doing? Bit of bench. Okay, anything else? I might do some like cable flies. Right, what reps I knew you, are you doing? I knew you, I knew you were going to say cable I can flies. Love a cable fly. Um, like what reps are you doing? Oh, like I don't know, like six eight like no it's not gonna work you need a plan you need a goal and making these things a priority means that you have to think about these things and if you're not in that frame of mind that is okay but be honest about your uh, be honest to yourself about that be honest to yourself about that and also be honest to a PT or be honest to a coach. And if your coach isn't asking those questions of you, like how important is this to you right now on a scale of one to 10, you know, even in terms of like, I ask my client, my nutrition clients, right. What have you got going on this weekend? Oh, we've got a barbecue with friends. Okay. Any reason for the barbecue? Now we're just having friends over. Okay. So can we still eat optimally? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not really that fussed about like eating cake and stuff. Brilliant. Let's stay on track as opposed to what have you got going on this weekend? Oh, it's my, my partner's birthday. Okay. Like, is it really important to you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It really is. Okay. Brilliant. Let's like account for a few more calories there because this is a priority. And are you prepared to dial it in a little bit on the Sunday? Yeah. Perfect. Brilliant.
brilliant. You know, it's a conversation. You've assessed your priorities. You've assessed what's important and you've factored it into actually staying on track. And that's exactly how it should be. You have to think about these things and come up with a plan. Yeah, absolutely, mate. I mean, one of, one of the best things you can do, and you can do this like as an exercise before you see me and Rambo for your consultation, which you'll no doubt book after this. Um, please do, please when, do. When you look at that, so like you were talking about like the Sunday night, like looking ahead and blocking in, you know, clients and then workouts being like the next one to go in. I think like for most people, obviously most people or a lot of people work and have job commitments. So, and they're for, again, there's a little bit more flexibility now in COVID, but there'll be certain things that, you know, certain meetings or certain hours that you just, you're expected to be at the desk or you're expected to be at work. So they go in, then it's like, you know, again, family commitments, like taking the kids to school, sports club, stuff like that. They go in. Then it's like, hopefully, if you've got like a you know relationship with your spouse that's half decent, hopefully you're going to want to spend some time with them as well. That goes in. And the thing is, once you've layered that in, then you could, you'll have a good idea then when the PT says, how many sessions a week can you do? Like, what is the, you know, if you can, well, I can definitely commit to two or, or I can definitely train twice a week, maybe three on a really good week four. Okay, you're training twice a week then. And then they become the two sessions that get written in with the, like, as like appointments. And sessions yeah. three and four are like great if they happen, brilliant if they happen. But realistically, we'll, 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 we won't program for those. They'll just be little nice little bonuses that come along and maybe we'll write out like a bonus workout if you get to do it. Yeah. And then if you come back to the PT or the, or the coach and you're saying, right, well, I can only definitely commit to two, but I want to look like Ben Carpenter and I want to be ripped to shreds and I've got a photo shoot coming up. It's at that point where it's like, there's like a, there's a friction there because it's like, okay, well, I'm looking at your, like the lifestyle slash work diary. I'm looking at what you can commit to. And then I'm looking at, you know, realistically what your goals are. They don't quite fit. Mm. So then something has to change then. And I would say for most people, there, there is some scope with, with work and maybe you can juggle the kids a little bit or get childcare and stuff. But at that, the point you start doing stuff like that, you are, you're making big changes in your life. And, th and then it's like, and what was the goal again? I just want to get a six pack or I want to be lean. And it's like, and again, if it, if it means that much and if it's a big thing, then I'm not saying don't do it, but you have to approach it like that because if, if it's a goal that lofty and you can't give it the time, you're you'll either fall short or you'll just be i don't know you'll be forever chasing it and you'll never get there yeah. until you can put that and do you know what it's absolutely fine if you do that little scenario and you're like oh yeah this isn't realistic i need to just i need to tone this down a little bit like the expectations and that's great yeah. if you come to that that conclusion i would much rather have a client and i have had a few clients like this actually that's that just say whether it's for time reasons or financial reasons, like whatever, like I appreciate that training and investing in your training and paying for a personal trainer is a luxury, you know, but I have much rather have someone that's like, I can only do once a week. And they always say it like they're sorry. They're like, yeah, 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 I'm yeah. really sorry. I can only do once a week. And I'm like, you don't have to justify it to me. Like, that's great. Like, I still think it's amazing that you've like chosen to invest in your training or nutrition and you should be applauded for that. So like, I'm like, don't apologize. You know, oh, I can only do once a week. Okay, great. Like, and then six to eight weeks, as soon as it maybe does start to jump up the priority scale or things in life change, they're like, you know, there's nothing wrong with saying to your PT, can we have an extra session this week? Uh, brilliant. As long as I can fit you in, it's worth a try, you know, just ask because some weeks situations change and you can make it more of a priority. So, you know, uh, accordingly you can adjust. Um, but again, make a realistic assessment of what you can give, um, emotionally physically financially in a line that aligns with like andy's just said your goals and the rest of your life without pissing off your wife or your husband <laughs> <laughs> and on that note uh, <laughs> but like yeah i think um 
it is quite a hard it is quite a hard one like we talk about the consultation process quite a lot because it's probably the most important session that we have um with clients or pr- prospective clients mm-hmm. um because it does kind of set the scene it sets the table for you know maybe the next four eight twelve week block um but it's not something like you don't necessarily have to sit down like with a with a PT or a coach to do this it's, it's just something you can do like when you're thinking about changing your training or maybe you're 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 thinking about stepping up the training from wherever you're at at the moment, looking at the diary and being quite pragmatic and quite objective with it is not a bad thing. Like Mm. don't make an emotional investment in the goal without looking at it on paper in the diary. It's like going and spaffing a load of money on something and then being like, Oh, fucking hell. I shouldn't have got that car. Like a Peloton. like a peloton yeah one of those peloton treadmills and then suddenly you find yourself getting dragged underneath it it's just <laughs> terrible terrible state of affairs um but yeah like peloton's actually a really good one because it's like for the people that love it it's the best money they've ever spent other people again it's the expensive coat rack so um yeah choose, choose wisely choose yeah. your goals wisely mate choose your goals wisely um i think that's everything don't yeah. you think that's 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 the one mate that's the yeah. one yeah. I think with I think with that one it's um I don't know it I almost it's always like the middle ground with it because part of me wants to say you can do anything you can achieve anything you know if you're willing to put the time and the work into it it can be done but I think I honestly I always come back to the default of yeah but you sure you want to do that yeah. <laughs> are you sure well, you it's important to understand yourself as well like and work to try and understand yourself and where you maybe have failed in the past um because if you're just applying the same half-hearted energy to something new and in the past like I've just had a call with a client actually and she's gone this is the point in the past where I've always just jacked it in Mm. um she's just had a bit of like an injury and a little bit of a setback and she was going really well and she was just about to get back into training and she's like this is the point where I've had a bit of a setback emotionally yet all weekend and this is a point where I'll usually go fuck it and I say okay well the difference now is you've got me on your case (laughs) so and this is where you are a different person than you were before so you can just choose how you respond so assess yourself assess your own behaviors know where your pain points are know where you usually do trip up and plan for those accordingly to mitigate them if they do happen again because sometimes it might just be a reassessment of do you know what this isn't as important to me as I thought it was or it might be a no do you know what this always happens so what can I actually do to make sure I'm still moving in the right direction if this is the direction I definitely want to go in yeah it's a real fork in the road that it really is because 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 quite often it's like it's almost like people don't want to admit that it's not the build and end all and it's like and it's that is that is a classic mate that one that it really is like for a lot of people it's hmm, maybe my the kind of i've picked the wrong goal i've been climbing the wrong ladder kind of thing yeah but that's 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 all right like yeah yeah, no it's part of the process yeah I i don't think people get enough credit for actually deciding that you know it's just like being at a job for six months and deciding it's not for you or choosing the wrong career. And we both, we all make decisions based on what we think we want at the time. Things change Things and that's change. okay. That's okay. The thing about health and fitness is there's something for everyone. You know, there's a way to do it that will work for you. Um, and that's, that's pretty cool to be honest, because there's not many other things you could say that for. Yeah, not everything has to end in a photo shoot and getting spray tanned wearing trunks. See you in 12 weeks, shall I? Can't wait to to embark on that, mate, with you. Oh, mate, you nearly did, and I wasn't in a good state at the end. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't far off stage. I mean, it it is crazy, like, what you, when you're kind of, when you're on and when you're in that, again, you get into that role of it uh, with dieting and stuff, and it's, um, yeah, I can... I don't know. It, it, it's just a bit of a slippery path, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it's a lot. It is yeah. a lot. And on that cheery note, I'm going to have to bid you farewell. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was fun. Uh, thanks. Thanks, mate. No um, worries. Pleasure I as hope, always. I hope everyone got something out of that. So 
Um, yeah, like Andy said, if you would like to contact us about working with either of us, um, the details, our details are in the show notes. Um, we love all the comments and feedback and shares that you do on social media for the podcast. Um, if you want to be part of a, a community, head over to Andy's Facebook page, Eat, Move, Lift, Enjoy. Got some nice members in there now. Always a bit of fitness related chat. Love seeing your questions as well. Um, and like I said, for the podcast over the coming weeks, we've got some really cool, cool guests lined up and some really cool topics as well. Um, if you've got an idea for a topic, um, yeah, just let us know. Yeah. Suggestions always welcome, mate. Always welcome. Yes. Uh, and on that note, I'll bid you farewell. Be gone to your son. Nice one, mate. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> Always. Take care. Bye. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Not Another Fitness podcast. Andy and I really do appreciate all your feedback and questions that you take the time to send us. If you really like the podcast and you're listening via Spotify or another platform, please share it either via Instagram, Facebook, or direct with anyone you think would enjoy it. If you're listening via Apple Podcasts, please pop down, give us a five-star rating and a little review. We really do love reading all your feedback. And if you want to follow us over on our socials or get in touch with us direct, you'll find me over on Instagram at Coach Amy Rams with a Z. And you'll find Andy over on Facebook at his Facebook group, Eat, Move, Lift, Enjoy. And as long as you're not an absolute tool, he'll probably accept you. And they were his words, not mine. <laughs>